Welcome. Does this thing working tonight? At, at the Texas State Fair, there was a shooting this weekend. Yeah, that's what I heard. Yeah, and it happened um, yesterday evening at 7.02 p.m., and they had the suspect in custody within minutes by 7.05 p.m., and they evacuated the whole, the, they evacuated the whole um, state fair. Yeah. And they came out today and said that um, they have the Dallas Police Department had the sus- suspected gunman of a Texas State Fair shooting in custody in under five minutes. Was, what was it? Was it an argument? Was it what? what this is right what here. What was his motive? Yeah. It says the suspect, his name is Cameron Turner, 22, was allegedly in a fight with one other man, according to police, and was yep. attempting to shoot him as another man and woman were hit with gunfire. So they got must have got hit by accident. <laughs> they were in the line of fire. Yep. The violence broke out. A crime of f- passion, huh? I guess so. I bet. The violence broke out at the Fair's Tower at the Fair's Tower building. Turner attempted to flee the scene following the exchange. The State Fair of Texas is a treasured event, a celebration of food, family, and fun. Dallas Mayor Eric Johnson wrote on X, formerly known as Twitter. Although this incident was isolated, I am outraged that anyone would choose to act out violently at the fair. We will not tolerate this behavior. But he has opened the event for tomorrow, so it is back on. Everyone go and have a great time at the State Fair of Texas. I'm glad everything worked out all right. Well, it didn't, I guess. Somebody got shot, but still. Yeah, that's a lot better than it could have been. Yes, it could have not happened at all, and everyone just went on about their merry business. Right. You know what got me is there were so many people that that commented on X. I remember seeing about this. Yeah. And they were like, well, um, that shouldn't have never happened in Texas. They carry guns everywhere they go. Yeah, I've seen some of those. Like, what happened to all those gun-toting Texans? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Well, there was one, obviously. Yeah. Yeah, they think we have a gun in every pocket we own, I guess. We should. I know. (laughs) We can. That's we, the that's the thing. If I choose to, I can. That's what's really cool about it. Yeah, and and God bless America and the Second Amendment because in this day and age, it, it's fixing to get to where we we really need to take those kind of things into consideration to to make sure you are protected and safe. Yeah, especially with uh, all the you know border being open. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. About you the, know the flood of the flood of, of immigrants of people. We don't yeah. know who they are. And they just showing up and yeah, you know. So, but as a as a border state, it you know, I just have to ask everybody: Is it bad enough yet? Mm-hmm. I mean, is it bad enough in your state? Us border states, we know what this is like. Okay, Governor Abbott continues to send these well, we um, immigrants all the way to these sanctuary cities. And you know, you know how many sanctuary states and cities we have? I don't. We have 11 sanctuary states. Did you know that? How many cities in each state, though? Yeah, but the thing is, the... Sh- Chicago every, is one, right? Um, Let's see, I have it right here. New York, New York map City. Map of sanctuary cities. Frisco. And there's a map. Texas doesn't have any. But the, the states are California, Colorado, Connecticut, Illinois, Massachusetts... New Jersey, New Mexico, New York, Oregon, Vermont, and Washington. Every one of those are sanctuary states. Yeah. Now, there are cities. And did you know that 
the only city that's a sanctuary state in Oklahoma is, well, it's a county. Oklahoma County is a sanctuary. A sanctuary county? County. I'll be done. I didn't know that. I didn't either. That's pretty cool. Yeah. I'm glad there's none here. <laughs> that's what I mean by that's pretty cool. <laughs> there's several that there's none. Let's see. Utah, Wyoming, South Dakota, North Dakota, and Montana. Missouri isn't one. Los, uh, Nevada. No, Nevada has two. What about Florida? Florida. West- and Georgia and South Carolina. West Virginia? No. No, I think West Virginia has. You know what? It's all around West Virginia. Yeah. It's all the way around. Virginia and West Virginia. But Kentucky doesn't. And I think Virginia on the border and, of Tennessee. Virginia and West Virginia does? Doesn't. Oh, okay. Yeah. I you, think it's just around them. Like North Carolina, South Carolina. It has little dots the one, all around yeah. them. I'm just, you know, wondering if Governor Abbott is sending to every one of these sanctuary places. Well, let's hope that's not. on here. You know, they. Um, I read an article today about it. See. What I would do is they're on the border when you when they when they load them up in the buses and they tell them okay we're gonna go to this sanctuary city you know what I'd do I'd U-turn and then I would call myself a Mexico bus tour and I'd put them back across I'd make them get off the bus man and I'd drive my bus drive back. them right, right across the <laughs> drive yeah. them all the way back into Mexico I city. would yeah I'd just drive them all the way back tell yeah. them here man I'm back here here you go yeah we're going on a Mexico tour <laughs> yeah this is a tour bus we're going on a tour. Yeah. Yeah, it says right here that Tell Texas, Joe Biden, leave me alone. I'm not breaking no law. We're running a tour bus here. We're running here. a tour bus. Right? Yeah. And these people wanted to go here. They yeah. wanted to tour this They got part on of the Mexico. bus. They got on the bus. They yes. must have wanted to go. They wanted to go. I couldn't understand what they're saying. They, they <laughs> yeah. So I just told them, hey, bus tour. And they shook their head, yes, but we're going, man. Right. <laughs> if only. But no, instead... Um, he has sent another 10,000 migrants to Democrat-led big cities in the past two weeks. Yeah. He's sending them to, let's see, he says here, uh, New York, D.C., Chicago, and Denver, Philadelphia, and Los Angeles. Right. So let me ask you this, though. And I understand why he's doing it and everything. I understand that. But taking Texas out of the equation, what good is, is that going to be for our country? It's just doing what they, you know, I, <laughs> I mean, think I mean I'm asking seriously, I, you know, I said taking Texas out of the equation because as long as he keeps kicking them out of here, I'm, am I wrong for saying that I'm okay with that? No, because most Texans are. Yeah. M- most of you, if you ask anybody. I mean, it's a strain on your, it's a strain, it's a strain on, strain your, on, your on your resources, your infrastructure, but everything, man. But I think just the other side of the coin here, I think that Abbott is actually doing what they want them him to do. Yeah. Because, see, they want them to come here to be part of their voter base, you know? So Abbott is, in essence, doing what they want. Yeah. Because they want these people in these states that lost all the... So that they can build their electoral votes back up. Yes. Yeah. That's what I totally believe because that mm-hmm. is what they did in Minnesota. Yeah. When uh, for Elon, El- what's her name? Elon Omar. Elon Omar. Omar. That House of Representative lady. Right. Right. And um, she's a Somalian. And she came. And when we brought over all those Somalians that they ended up putting in Minnesota, that's how she gets elected every single time. 
this is what they're trying to do. Right. They're making little pods, you know, like the pod that we have here, the mm-hmm. town that we have here. Yeah. In East Texas, the yeah. colony. Yeah, the they're colony, making Plum Ridge. And, yeah. You know, and they're making like li- their own little districts and they're going to put <clears throat> who they want. Hey, that's fine. Let, let's start seeing them pay their taxes on it. I, I mean, honestly. It, it, I, I agree. I mean, we should not be paying for that. I haven't heard of. about that part. <clears throat> I haven't either. I mean, you but know, I haven't, all I've I heard haven't researched it a whole lot, but I haven't The Biden really... administration is threatening banks for not giving illegal immigrants no money. Yeah. I mean, can you imagine being able to find these people to get them to give you your money back? They don't care if they get their money back. That's the thing. So... Am I going to pay the government? Who's going to own it when they when they default on it? Oh, yeah. Oh my god. There you go. There it's you just go. More money laundering. Who's going to own it? That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Then they'll go. We won't kick you off here, but now you're going to pay us rent. Yep. That's what's going to happen. There you go. I see it. That's kind of my thing. I'm, I may be wrong. Wide open. Maybe wrong, but that's kind of my thinking on it. It's a land grab. It's a sophisticated land grab, basically, because right. he don't care if they're illegal or not. What if he starts deporting all of them once he gets them settled in and they quit paying on, you know what I mean? Yeah, but he has to find them first. Well, I'm talking about those in the colony. Well. Those in Plum Ridge. Those in these pods. Yeah. So, Back to but he won't Governor do that. Abbott, but he, he just, won't do he's that. He's just helping everybody out. I believe they're all doing. They're this. all in it together. I believe that too. Yeah, I'm telling you though, with all that we see going on, and and we all sit here and we're 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 talking about it all the time, and 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 me and you know the reality of it. That's what's going to happen. We've seen our populations increase in these towns. We're seeing more traffic on the roads. We're seeing more gas being used. We're seeing these kind of things. At some point. Something's got to break. Something's got to give. To me, I know a way to stop it right now. We could stop it, as Trump would say, we could stop it in 24 hours. I guarantee it. Close the border. And and that's another thing that rubs me kind of bad, man, is I understand what's going on with, with Israel and the Palestine conflict right now over there. I understand all of that, and I understand that they're fighting back and forth, and we do have their support, but we do we ought to be protecting our own border right now when we've got that going on. But then we look around our country and all we see are pro Hamas and pro Palestinian protests in the streets and our borders wide open. And you don't know who is in here. That's why I asked the question earlier. What, what good is he doing by, by sending them out? You know, I, I think that's a fair question. Is it just about the electoral votes? Or is it just political so we think he's doing something? Is it the destruction of America? That's what it is. That's that's what I believe, too. That is exactly what it is. The destruction of America is happening right before our eyes. And we see it going on all over the place. I mean, what look what's happening all over these other countries in France, in the U.K., all these um, protests everywhere, and then in the colleges, you know, that's even going on here in we're America. We're fighting back. I mean, culturally, in, inside here, we're fighting back. Yes. And, and, and I believe that we are, in a lot of ways, winning our culture war. But it just irritates me, and it, and it saddens me, and it angers me. 
I guess, really, to, to, the, to be the most honest, it angers me that our border is wide open and these people are continually to just pour in and pour in. I joked about taking a bus tour earlier, but I'm serious. That's really what ought to happen, and we ought to flip a big finger to the Biden administration and tell them, we'll bust them back as fast as you bring them in here, buddy. That's really what we ought to be doing. All of that aside, in our culture war that I, that I say that I believe that we're winning, here's a good example of this, okay? So at Harvard, you know, we know about the letter that they wrote, their pro-Hamas, pro-Palestinian letter that they wrote, and it caused quite a controversy, the letter did. And so I, I found this article on Newsmax, and, and here's what it says in here. It says that this controversy arose after a coalition of 34 Harvard student groups called the Harvard-Palestine Solidarity Group released a joint statement following the attacks by Hamas that have killed more than 1,200 Israelis and 27 American citizens. The letter reads, We, the undersigned student organizations, hold the Israeli regime entirely responsible for all unfolding violence, the Harvard-Palestinian Solidarity Group wrote. They went on to say that millions of the Palestinians living in Gaza have been forced to live in open-air prisons. The apartheid regime is the only one to take action to stop the ongoing annihilation of Palestinians. And so the Harvard students issued their statement with a footnote at the bottom, check this out, saying that the names of the original signing organizations have been concealed at this time. So they did it anonymously. Anonymously, yes. Well... As luck would have it. <laughs> so that's why Bill. So that was the letter that they wrote. And what? And it even goes even farther. It was really cool because it says, according to the Harvard student newspaper, so after the Harvard Palestinian Solidarity Groups released this shameful letter, a doxing truck with digital billboards displaying the photos and names of the alleged signers drove all around Harvard's campus. And so it done this. And then according to the Harvard student newspaper, the Harvard Crimson, at least five of those original 34 signatories withdrew their endorsements as of Tuesday night. Yeah. So this caused a really big stir because following these initial denouncements, then 3,000 Harvard students, 17 other groups at the university, and 500 faculty and staff members signed a counterstatement attacking this initial anti-Semitic letter from the Harvard Palestinian Solidarity Group as completely wrong and deeply offensive the crimson reported so it caused a big campus stir well once this gets out and everybody sees what's going on then wall street gets involved now because they're looking at these harvard graduates and they're looking at these harvard students and they're going ain't no way i'm not going to hire you we need to find out who these people are because you're not going to come in and infiltrate my company and my corporation the way that this has went on in other places and we know that it has so Bill Ackman, who is the CEO of Pershing Square Capital Group, he um, had a call to release the names of the anti-Israeli, anti-Israel Harvard students, the New York Post reports. Him and a, a growing number of other Wall Street CEOs want the names released so that they can blackball them. So in response to a Harvard Law student calling Ackman's appeal harassment, the billionaire retorted on Wix. He said, it is not harassment to seek to understand the character of the candidates that you are considering for employment. Would you hire someone that blamed the despicable violent acts of a terrorist group on the victims? One should not be able to hide behind a corporate shield when issuing statements supporting the actions of terrorists, Ackman said. 
I would like to know so I can never so I can know never to hire these people, Jonathan Neiman, CEO of restaurant chain Sweet Green, said on X. Neiman is one of at least twelve Wall Street CEOs who are demanding the names of the Harvard students be released. There you go. Well, you know what? There these Harvard go. students That's a win in my in my book. Sure. But they need to then you know, and another thing that they're looking at also is the fact that they hide. They're hiding who they are. It's anonymous. You yes. know, I don't know who you are. Um, I'm not going to hire anybody. Right. C- can you imagine <laughs> how, th- not knowing if I'm going to hire someone from yep. Harvard, if that's the person that's on there? Yep. Imagine all these other people that are going, oh, maybe they think that my name's on there. Exactly. You know what I mean? Exactly. So it is, it, that, this is really big. Yeah, it's cowardly of them to do that. It yeah. is very cowardly. They should own it. Yep. They should I agree put their names should. out there and own it. Do That's not exactly be, right. Do not be transparent. Well, here's the good thing about it, too. There, so those 34 groups, this coalition that, that penned this letter and signed on to it, you know, five of them since then have, have rescinded. You know, they're out. They're like, uh-uh, we ain't no part of it. Right. But the New York Post did list the 34 names of those other those groups that were all consolidated together yeah they did go ahead and list them so there you go oh okay. yeah <laughs> so i think in in that sense in the culture war that's a win man that's a big win you know and, and that's you know gonna, what it just shows it shows that there's a line that's exactly right and it shows that there's going to be consequences for your actions yes you know there has to be a line in the sand there has to be a line in the sand. I guess that's a good way to put it. You know, when we talked about this earlier, I, that's why I asked you. I said, you know, for me to say that, does that does that sound preachy or pompous or, you know, or like being put up on a pedestal? But no, I mean, you know, this is a good lesson for them to learn. It is. You know? And, you know, I was saying this earlier. This is a good teaching moment for all of these students. Yes, it is. They will learn and and should have already in, learned in adult world yeah the truth yeah people and, don't yeah you know i mean you these corporations don't care about you no. and your political stance they really don't and if you get it st- too stirred up in there they'll throw you out the door yes <laughs> i mean they will so get ready this is not college you don't get to run back and and go to your classroom and tell your professor and let him pat you on the head yep no. grown up world yeah that's right it's a lot so different. it is it's a good I it didn't mean to good, interrupt you, but yeah, it's a it's a good learning lesson. So you know, because you know these students, they're in these colleges and all of these schools um, nowadays are all indoctrination centers. Yeah, you know we have going on here in Texas. Oh, we do. You know, so um, and we're having to fight it, but um, we need to teach our children the truth, right? And and what happened and and what we're for. And why? Why we're for this? Yeah. Why we stand why with Israel. Why we stand with Israel. Yep. It needs to be taught. And why we don't support terrorists. And why we always remember 9-11. And we need to learn our history about the, the Israeli and Palestinian conflict before we go sitting up there at Harvard and, and writing these demanding letters mm-hmm. when we don't know what we're talking about. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. But then... Here in Austin, Texas, you've got school boards sitting here ignoring the law and ignoring bans and doing exactly as they please. What are you teaching these kids anyway? You know, well, 
there's a life lesson lost because now a kid's just going to look at this school and go, I guess I can just do whatever I want because as of yet, there ain't been no punishment laid down for, for these Austin schools. It's just been investigated and found out that they've been doing this. What, what I'm talking about is Austin government schools admit to deny, to define the critical race theory ban. And, and just to sum it up here, um, in another undercover investigation, Austin government schools admit to define Texas ban on critical race theory in K-12. Accuracy in media, an organization that empowers individuals to hold journalists, public officials, and private officials accountable, released a new investigation into Austin area government schools. The video shows multiple employees from different school districts admitting that they are ignoring the CRT ban. That's just amazing to me, but I'm not surprised. I've been I've been hearing it. Yeah, that it's been in our schools, even here in East Texas. We've heard. Yeah, you know, we did a, a I think a minute, a yeah. Texas minute on Clardy mm-hmm. and his district, and so it's everywhere. Yeah, this you know, is why you need. Yeah. This is exactly what you were going to say. This mm-hmm. is why we need school choice. Exactly. I mean, but for this very reason, I mean, they're they've been debating this school choice for. A couple of years now and finally governor abbott has called a, a new third session to get us school choice the texas senate's already been on it school choice in texas refers to programs that allow parents to choose the school their children attend including public private or charter schools there's a growing interest in texas and this is why because we have asked them to not yeah put the crt in the schools well it's it's there's already um okay during during texas uh 87th legislative session in 2021 abbott signed house bill 3979 into law which was supposed to prevent teachers from utilizing critical race theory and prohibit teaching that one race or sex is inherently superior to another and after he called for stricter limits on crt the legislature passed senate bill 3 during a special session, and it strengthened the measure to protect all areas of learning. And this is what the article is continues. It says, despite Abbott enacting laws against teaching CRT materials like the 1619 Project, school districts around Austin have been exposed for implementing the so-called diversity, equity, and inclusion and CRT principles into their lessons. During, a, during the undercover interview with, with Deanna Perkins, a fourth-grade teacher at Leander High School, ISD. She told the investigators while there is no formal DEI, they're incorporating it into the books we read. Another way the school districts get around the law is by using a classroom service called Nucella. Nucella partners with the Southern Poverty Law Center and socialist historian Howard Zinn's education project, as well as being on a direct partner with the New York Times 1619 project. So all these guys got together and, and, and got themselves in there. Well, they don't stop, do they? No, they just ignored the law. And that's my point. And, and as I read through here, all you hear about is, is the investigation and that it has proven that Texas anti-CRT law isn't worth the paper it's printed on. School administrations will continue to break the law and deceive parents in order to push their ideology on students because their radical concepts are their religion. That's what AIM, AIM President Adam Gillette told Texas Scorecard, the only solution is universal school choice. That's the only solution. That is the only solution. Take your money, take your tax money, 
get your kids out of there. Get them out of, them, out of those indoctrination centers and put them somewhere where a teacher will, will take care of them and teach them the correct things. Yes. The things, the, the subjects and need. the tools and the skills they need and they're go- the knowledge they're going to need to get out and compete in the world. Yes, because we need government out of our schools. And the only way to tell government we want out of the schools is to take our money elsewhere. Okay. And in all of this that, that we just talked about, we see what the law says. And we see that these these suckers come in there and they just do it anyway and they continue to defy that law. You know how they were with the mask law mm-hmm. when it came out. They just went and done whatever they wanted to do. And I'm, yes. I'm all for school having autonomy. I get that. You know, each school district got to have its own autonomy. But when there's a state law, you know, you want me... You want me to abide by by laws when I step onto your school ground? Well, you've got laws that you need to pay attention to too, and this was one of them. So yes. my point is, with all of that that we're sitting here reading through and talking about, not one time did it give a consequence for this action, did it? No, not one time. There's your problem, man. That goes back to just what the the Harvard students aren't learned that that they had to learn. That's a lesson they had to learn. These schools need to learn that that's lesson, a, too. That's the job for um, Attorney General Ken Paxton. That's what he will be doing, and I guarantee you he's on top of that. I we'll hope be so. hearing something pretty soon. I'm I thinking. hope so. If they if they just got through investigating it, yep. yeah, we'll be probably hearing something from him pretty quick. Good. I hope so. You know, at least I hope so, too, you know, because that, that's what needs to happen. That's what he would do with the um, schools that, you know, defied the mask. Yeah, mandate the big schools like Dallas and all. Dive all did mm-hmm. for a little while. For a little while, and then then they had to back off. It was didn't they? Volunteer, I, I'm thinking voluntarily. Yeah, volunteer. I think they mm-hmm. changed it to volunteer. Yes, that may have been how they got through with it just mm-hmm. the first time. That probably is. They probably said everyone volunteered, but give everyone a mask when they walk in. You know how that works. <laughs> I was angry for the whole year of 2020. I Me don't too. I don't much. remember much either. Yeah. I think the fog is just now lifted pretty much. I was probably mad at Dive schools too. Well, we were mad at all the schools. I was mad at everybody. We were mad. We were just angry. But I think the majority of the world was angry. And we all had a right to be angry. Every one of us. Well, hey, everybody, that's it for today. Thanks for listening, and I hope you've enjoyed the show. Hope you've learned some things about what's going on around us in the nation and in your communities. You know, we couldn't do this without your continued support either. We appreciate all of you showing up, taking the time to listen to us today. So please, like I say, make sure to hit the like button, share our show with all your friends. We'll see you next time on Is This Thing Working? And as always, I'm James. And that's my lovely co-host over there, Denise. And we'll see you next time. We're out.